Hello, Looney listeners. You are listening to episode 60 of Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. I am one of your high priests, Ray. And I'm your other, Con. And this week, we have a pretty nice, exciting episode where Ray and I will be discussing Hulk issue 20. That's the Hulk magazine, I believe, as well. Uh, there's a bit of news around the web a new uh, Netflix release, as well as some uh, interesting points about the future of this podcast. So I think this will be something for you all. So uh, why don't you just sit back, relax, and get your conch on. Yes, thank you for joining us uh, once again for another episode, episode uh, a number. So I forgot. So mentioned just before. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, there'll be some interesting stuff to talk about. Not a whole lot of news, but I feel like it's been an interesting week. So I'll start off by asking you, Ray, how you been? Yeah, hi Connor. It's um, it's been really good. Uh, a busy, busy week. Uh, trying to get some reads in. Uh, just to let you know, actually, what's come in the mail today? I I ordered from. Destructor Designs. It was almost like three months ago. Uh, oh. Another, yeah, another hoodie. Uh, so I've got I've got the Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider hoodie, which is oh. is pretty cool. Excited about that. And uh, uh, there's a Moon Knight version of a, a t-shirt as well. Um, so yeah, no, very excited about that today. Uh, just reading, you know, just reading a lot of comics. Uh, watching, obviously, we'll get into it. Iron Fist season season two. That was a big thing. So over a, over a few days, I, I managed to complete it. I just finished it today. Um, but yeah, just um, I'm a little behind in my comics because I have them posted over. So um, I've, there's about a week lag. So I um, I don't know too much like what's happening on the spot now. But I'm I'm slowly catching up. How about yourself? Oh uh, yeah, well that is actually surprisingly. If you've been listening, you know what I'm like, especially when it comes to TV. But <laughs> I'm on top of things for once. Uh, Comics yeah, cool. read, Netflix watched marathon with uh, Rebecca Hart. Actually, awesome on an adventure into the MCU. But yeah, I mean it's doing pretty good. It's been pretty great re- uh, week for comics. Uh, I think we're all pretty big Donny Cates fan. Maybe not with his regard to Moon Knight, <laughs> but he had three pretty great issues this week. Um, let me just pull up that pull list. Mm. Yeah, I, I totally lose count of what's 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 come out now. So on my pile, for me, my my latest ones are I think about a week or two weeks ago. So um, I know Cosmic yeah. Ghost Rider came out last week, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. with uh, let's just say not the healthiest Moon Knight appearance we've seen. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was great stuff. Uh, I've been loving Quicksilver, No Surrender, Stray oh, Bullets, if you yes. love the noir. My Transformers, all were there. Um, Mortal Hulk, I feel like, is one. Oh, I can't wait for mentioned. that. Are you reading that? I am, I am, but it's, um... Ah, lovely. Yeah, so it'll be like about a week or two since I will read it, but, um, yeah, definitely. Worth the wait. Hmm. Uh, and actually, importantly, um, what might have skipped under the radar as well is don't forget that the Moon Knight hardcover for the Jeff Lemire run popped yes. up all 14 issues in one nice hardcover I've got mine on its way so I can't comment about its uh, its look or feel just yet but hopefully we'll be getting it in soon yeah fantastic pickup Connor absolutely that is uh, been released and I'm hoping to actually drop down to and this is probably a good time to give them a plug I'm going to drop down there to my LCS Kings comics uh, which have, uh, you know, unfortunately they've had to move, so they're at a temporary location now on George Street opposite Dimmix. I don't have the number on me, um, but George Street in the city, in Sydney, um, and they have a 20% off sale. Uh, so I'm not sure, actually, I'm not sure if that, that Moon Knight hardcover will be part of that because that's a relatively new release, but I'm hoping to drop in and pick it up anyway, amongst other things. But yeah, can't wait. So you've ordered yours as well, haven't you, Connor? That's, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, awesome. Yeah, came into a night about, uh, need about 50 bucks, which is damn oh. good buying. That's Australian dollar. Really? Is it? Yeah. As a hardcover. Wow. As a hardcover, yeah. I was expecting like 70, 80 bucks. That's great. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah, um... Yeah, so that, that definitely we'll be getting that um, as well. But but let's um let's kind of look into I guess the the traps of uh, you know um, 
what's been happening in the comics world and, and Moon Knight Watch and all that sort of stuff. And the first thing, I guess, as you mentioned, kind of Cosmic Ghost Rider had a, um, had a, a brief appearance of Moon Knight there. I don't believe there are any spoilers when we when we can reveal that Moon Knight was in there. All, all of all of what? I guess one panel, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so if, for those who aren't reading Cosmic Ghost Rider, it's a good read. Um, Donny Cates is doing a great job. It, it's, it's so... It's so tongue-in-cheek, isn't it? Um, but basically the gist of it is um, Ghost Rider's going around and anyway, he comes across a whole lot of Marvel superheroes and Moon Knight's one of them and he um, he like decimates them all. Yeah, some uh, really fun characters there popping up mm. and just murdered, just one after the other. Yeah. It's I mean, a... I guess it's safe to say it's like a... One of the many alternate realities, alternate universes in Marvel. So, um, fear not. It's not like Moon Knight <laughs> is now is now dead, and uh, and we won't reach two hundred. We'll still get one ninety nine and two hundred. So, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That was probably the only appearance this week, but mm. it's a fun one. That's a fun book, actually. It's just this it spins out of the uh, Thanos wins um, mm. book by Donny Case. It's just. Uh, the cosmic ghost rider wants Frank Castle protecting a baby Thanos trying to raise him and just <laughs> It's such an odd premise, but it's so much oh, fun. Yeah. I think I think if you're not reading it's probably one of Marvel's most exciting things they've done. And mm-hmm. I think it's it's really showing, so definitely get on that. Yes. Um and I guess like news wise, Connor, there's not much as well. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty good. I feel like um, there, there's a lot of... If you follow comics media, there's always... Every site is like a best of a week where they pick eight or so issues of like the best comics. And it probably appeared about three, I think. Um, issue 198. Oh, okay. Max Beam's Jason Burroughs. Yeah, it was really good. Really positive reception. Oh, that's great. So that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested to know when... Um, to know, so maybe put it out there to the loonies, the units that they shifted for that. Because I, I remember Tommy uh, mentioning in his uh, Word on the Streets from your Man on the Streets segment last episode, he was talking about uh, like the units shifted for Moon Knight in general. I, I wonder if it was any higher or, or, or lower for one night. Yeah, I mean, I feel um, from what I understand, we probably won't get those numbers for another month or so. Mm-hmm. I'll, we'll, we'll reach out as well, but yeah. Yep. No, I'm really keen for that. I hope I hope it's picking up. It seems to be more of a cult hit. Yeah, than anything, for sure. Sadly, as such yeah. as it's end at issue 200. But yeah. um, I guess um, I'll mention quickly. There was a according. Uh, there's a page called the Straits Times, <laughs> which is uh, seems to be a Singapore-based news website. Um, right. But they had an um, editorial article on a mother and a a teenage son and all about teenage angst but that teenage kid is a fan of Moon Knight it's officially <laughs> the strangest reference we've seen all week yeah and I, I love it well, yeah I think that's very cute isn't it I mean it's such a random thing to pick Moon Knight uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it ends doesn't it end with with the the mum being quite quite content in a way like yeah it had a really sweet ending yeah I, I just wonder then if she'll ever stumble across the the Charlie Houston run and start yeah. seeing what is start... he reading? I don't know. I feel like even <laughs> flicking one ninety eight isn't. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, one ninety eight is not exactly. I mean, if she sees Moon Knight eating a dolphin, I mean, I'm sure her <laughs> opinion will change. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but um, I mean, apart from that, not much on the news front, isn't that right, Connor? No, nothing. No mm-hmm. new releases. No. Hype rumors. No, which, yeah, um, I mean, no, not, not much at all. Yeah, I feel like we hit this at the, um, possibly just before we started this podcast where, you know, as we, um, waited for the news of Max Bemis, there was a real down period, so I feel like we'll be hitting a bit of a rough patch for a while, but. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I think, I think, yeah, we'll, we'll be, you know. It'll be a lean, it'll be a, what do they call it? It'll be a lean winter, you know, so hopefully 
we can dip into what we've been squirreling away, which is the uh, you know the classic runs and some of the modern runs. We've still got plenty to talk about, Linies. But uh, yeah, that you're right, Connor. I mean, like we're going to go through that dip, and hopefully, it's only like maybe a couple of months before something else is uh, is announced. <laughs> cough, cough. Midnight Suns, but we'll um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Uh, or, or of course, Moon Knight Volume Ten. That would be great. Hell yeah. Mm. I mean, who knows what time will tell, but I think actually, um, yeah, I think possibly the biggest news week is about us, because we're, we're very important people, <laughs> considering we lead our own news segment. Yeah, that's it. That can make it. Um, yeah. I guess, where did we want to start with? The future of Into the Night. Yeah, I mean, fear not, loonies. Uh, I know that sounds uh, ominous, uh, but it's all, it's actually, it's good. It's all good. I don't know, Connor, we can start by saying, I guess maybe, um, look, we've been going on for just over a year now, which has been great. We've hit the um, the big half century, which was, was so much fun, and we were so fortunate to have uh, guests like Jason Burrows on and a message from Max Bemis. So, you know, we're just chuffed to bits that, that things are chugging, chugging along nicely. Um, I guess there's always been something at the back of the mind of after if we do make it a year, uh, we can uh, refresh things, so to speak. And look, I know that we have been constantly refreshing stuff. <laughs> uh, I don't know that's just a um, bit of uh, I don't know. Just you know, you like tinkering with what you got, right? Like I think, as I mentioned, if you've got a a nice car you like you know adding stuff on and you know just souping it up and that's what we're doing on the show and so anyway we're going to be in the coming months or episodes we'll, we'll be revealing a new uh i guess intro or new music to our show connor as well as uh a new branded logo which would be yeah. pretty cool yeah so we're, it's all in the works at the moment but uh, we thought it'd be fun to actually share share the plans. Um, that it doesn't stop there, of course. As well, we have other ideas to keep the IT IT train going. Um, Connor, you also we've also discussed something else, which I think is a great idea. Yeah, well, I mean, I think this will stem from Ray back in the day, where I think Ray realised the best way for this podcast to really be something, especially from our humble origins as a. 30 people group back in the day as Fist of Conchu, um, is that this community really matters to us. It's the reason, I mean, maybe Ray and I would have droned on to ourselves into 50 episodes, but I think most importantly, <laughs> we do what we do because you guys are listening. Yeah. And I think we really realize that we want to make this not just like a home for us, but a home for Moon Knight and a home for everyone who loves him. So this week, well, the week past, a fantastic article came out from IGN about why Moon Knight is one of Marvel's underrated titles, specifically talking about the Bemis run, I guess, Moon Knight in general, which I'll link. Um, but it was just a great piece of writing that made, you know, always inspires a bit of love for the character. So I think what we want to do is we have guests on the show all the time. We love the Isla Ra, but we want to start reaching out to you people. Uh, we know a lot of you are writers. I know a lot of you guys have had ideas, and we want to get articles flowing. We want to dedicate part of our site and our presence to people writing it about Moon Knight, ideas that maybe you haven't shared because you don't have your own blog and mm. stuff like that. We want to get that out there. We want to get up, you know, reading lists for new readers and just make this show as friendly to Moon Knight members, new as old as can be. Because, mm. you know, we're also steeped in, but I guess it's a great way to get new readers in as well. So, Oh, absolutely. And, and there have been precedents uh, in our Facebook group as well. I, I unfortunately don't have the names off the top of my head, but some of the loonies have provided um, spreadsheets of of basic chronology of Moon Knight and reading lists as well, exactly as you mentioned, Connor. Other loonies have provided fanfic as well. Uh, it's just, there's just so much out there. And it's, uh, as you say, it's a celebration of, of all uh, loonies or Moon Knight fans as well and we just like to share it all amongst each other and uh, it's a great idea uh, so keep an eye out on we'll we'll be sure to um, to promote the the link to it uh, onto the website but um, yeah let's get start sharing all, all our um, all our thoughts on on Moon Knight I think it would be great um, added to that as well Con I was just thinking the other day and we did mention it in the loony bin uh, the idea of doing the reading, the book club readings uh, as well, and and using platforms like Discord as a as a, I guess as the chat room, so to speak, because 
Uh, Discord has a, a fantastic, we're using it right now actually, has a fantastic um, option to to actually talk to each other as well. Uh, I mean, you can obviously still type and chat that way, but it would be really great to, to start, yeah, reading clubs as well. So this could actually be informed from the websites that, um, from the website link and repository where we have, you know, all the loony stuff in there um, to maybe organise, yeah, reading reading clubs of some arcs, or it might tie into the to the lunar picks that we're doing on the show. Yeah, definitely. And we just always want to hear back from you guys as well. Want to get you guys involved? Any mm. ideas? Shoot them into us. We've got emails. We've got Facebook accounts. Links yeah. just about everywhere we can put them. So yeah, yeah. We'll, so we'll be working on this, but we want to hear you guys alongside us. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, share us um, your thoughts as well on on these these coming things for for ITK. We're looking forward to it as well, uh, and uh, it should be should be a lot of fun. Now, Connor, I think before um, before we go actually to a quick break, I just wanted to uh, I think we. We were talking just before the show on, just quickly, on, on Iron Fist Season 2. Oh, of course. Yeah, just your thoughts of it. Um, I guess there was a bit of speculation early on of Moon Knight almost <laughs> being in there. Um, but, you know, just overall, what did you think of, of uh, the latest Iron Fist? Um, so I guess, first of all, I think Iron Fist Season 1 is a roller coaster of a show from some pretty bad lows to some pretty big highs in terms <laughs> of quality. Yeah. Um, but I think... Iron Fist Season 2, straight from the opening, is just a really quality show. You know, probably... (laughs) Marvel Netflix is such an interesting quality in history, but I think Iron Fist Season 2 stands as the most consistent one. Like, all, it's shorter at 10 episodes, and all those 10 episodes are just fast, Mm -hmm. action-packed, and just well-paced. And it's just... It was just a fantastic season, I think. It probably really the word like worked with the fact it was a comic book tv show you know it really felt like finally reading a comic book you know Mm. the status quo changes the action the mythos just everything it did to shake it up just felt so much more comic book fun and you know all the actors had so much more time to train so the action scenes are just incredible Um, it's incredibly well acted we've got a lot of the mainstays from the first season as well as some great such as a Alice Eve is um, Mary, and uh, oh, she was fantastic. Uh, oh, and another actor is um, a character named Sam, who I really like. But yeah, it's just oh yeah, cr- it, incredible action, but also incredibly well acted, and I th- just really stunning character work. Yeah, and it's I, just yeah. I thought um, I thought there was a level of intensity to it that was different from the first season. Um, I felt it was an intensity in Slash almost. I wouldn't call it a sadness. I don't know what it was, but there seemed to be a, a weight on everyone's shoulders on it in a good way compared to season one. I mean, I know the stakes were high in season one as well, but I just felt I was drawn in throughout the whole the whole way. Uh, and I found it really, really good. I Similar to uh, not Luke Cage season two, but the series before that, The Punisher, I found the use of Iron Fist very understated. Very much the same way that, you know, there have been comments about Frank Castle, there not being enough of the skull and, and him doing his Punisher thing on the show. I found that similar over here with with Iron Fist as well. But towards the end, it just ramps up. It ruffles a few feathers, so no spoilers, <laughs> but it ruffles a few feathers. Um, it will be interesting to know everyone's thoughts on it. Uh, it, it was a fantastic show. Um, I'm just mindful of spoilers, so I'm not going to say anything other than, yeah, Alice Eve, we all know, was Typhoid Mary. I thought she was absolutely brilliant. She exceeded, far exceeded my expectations of how they portrayed Typhoid Mary on there. Um, there are things lingering in the air, the opening for the next season. So I just can't wait to basically, one, rewatch it again, and two, I can't wait for the next season. Yeah, I mean, I think my biggest takeaway is... Um... How much Rebecca and I cheated that finale, and possibly gets me more excited than even Daredevil season three. I think it just leaves us in such an interesting yeah. place, and yeah, mindful of spoilers. Just I'm really keen for where it goes, and I think yeah, it really shows a dedication to doing something new and interesting. And I think 
Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of shows that as well. I know they've had excess with Runaways and yep. Cloak and Dagger as well. So I think Marvel is in a pretty, with this, is a pretty good place with just doing something good and interesting. And I, um, you know, I guess if yeah. we ever do get Moon Knight in TV, mm-hmm. throwing it out there, 16,000 yeah. years from now, I, I feel <laughs> like he'll be in a better spot than possibly what we could expect if he joined the roster three years ago. Oh. It feels like a real progression of yeah. quality. And you can see from the credits here, a more mm-hmm. diverse writing staff and literally in experience, mm-hmm. gender, in colour, just everything. Yeah. You've hit it right on the head there. I think that they've come such a long way, like Marvel, Netflix, you know, what have you, Hulu, in how to portray super. They've For me, they've far exceeded... You know, dare I say it, the CW shows, which I know a lot of people love. Um, you know, everyone's different, so I, nothing against that. But for my personal tastes, I think they have really raised it another level of superhero portrayals in TV shows, Netflix I'm talking about. And, uh, yeah, really good signs ahead for if Moon Knight does does eventually, come on, get there. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's a, it's, um, it's a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, well... Why don't we uh, kind of just take a quick break? We'll have a, a quick word from one of our fellow uh, collective members, and uh, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Phil Parrish from the Caves and Lunatics podcast, a proud member of the collective, and you're listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Tolerate your interference. Okay, hi, loonies. We are back. And uh, we are... Oh, I forgot to mention. We, If you look up into the, the sky, uh, I think we're around the waning crescent, I believe, is what we're, what we're looking at for the phases of the moon. Uh, so with that, we are looking at a classic run. And as mentioned in our newsletter, and I think touched upon in our previous episode, now Connor and I actually have already covered the next chronological appearance of Moon Knight, which is Marvel Preview number 21. Uh, There'll be a link on the show notes. It was all the way back, can you believe it, to episode one. (laughs) <laughs> um, titled uh, Squeaky Velvet, I think it was. Classic. Uh, classic episode. Go check it out. But we actually uh, cover that classic run already, so we're you know obviously not going to do it again. Um, I think we did a fairly good job in that very first episode, Connor, um, albeit very inexperienced from all of us. Um, but uh, uh, you go check it out. The link will be there. So for this classic run, as Connor mentioned at the top of the show, we are looking at the next um, installment, and that is in the Hulk magazine, issue 20. And um, and this is kind of like an epilogue, isn't it, Connor, to the whole Hatchet Man arc that we've covered so far in the classic run? Definitely. It's, uh, yeah, probably quite literal minutes after the end of that run. Mm. It takes us through, I guess... The morning as he waits. Yeah. Um, for um, after um, of course, following on from that issue, Marlene getting uh, hatcheted. A rather brutal hatcheting as well, mm. I must say. Um, uh, sorry, Connor, have you got the? Have you got it up there? Oh, here we go. I've got it here as well. Have oh, you got the credits likewise. for this? I sure do. Sorry, I, I'm not. I haven't got it ready myself. Professional, you know, sixty episodes in Connor. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't sorted myself out. But oh, I mean, I said I did, and then I lost it as well. So it's a race. It's a race. race. Hang on, I think I got it. Hang on, no, I haven't. I'm still going through the Hulk stuff. Here we go. I got it. Lovely. It is called. It's a backup story. That's why I had to flick through all the. Um... Yeah, same. I was at the opening credits and. Yeah, and so similar to the other ones. So this is coming from the Hulk magazine. Uh, there's a Hulk story at the beginning. Uh, Connor and I, we we just delve into uh, the Moon Knight-centric stuff. So there's a Hulk story before it, and at the back of it is A Long Way to Dawn, uh, and it was written by Doug Munch, and art by Bill Sienkiewicz, and colours by Steve Olaf. Um, So this was the, I guess, yep, the third part, as you you say, Connor, or the epilogue to the Hatchet Man, uh, literally seconds after. Um, 
Now, who wants to give a go here, Connor, for delivering the sliver for us? Do you want to give it a go, or...? Yeah, sure. So, cool. taking... Uh, yep, A Long Way to Dawn takes place right after uh, Randall Spectre is, uh, attacks Marlene and is then killed mm-hmm. by being stabbed by a tree after the fateful events of last issue. And as uh, Mark Spectre, still in costume as the Moon Knight, waits for Marlene to hopefully recover, he uh, sulks around town, reflects on some things and uh, watches over the city that he uh, so vows to protect as uh, he waits for the answer to Marlene's status mm. as alive or dead. I don't know. Yeah, it was. Out, it's very much a character study of, of New York City itself in the wee hours of the morning, I guess. And uh, Moon Knight is a an avatar, no pun intended, for um, for the viewer to go through while he waits. Uh, basically, going through the the witching hour of New York City. Um, I found this a really. I found this a very interesting read, Connor. I thought it was was really good. It reminded me of. There's an issue of Daredevil, which um, we covered in one of the Isle of Ra's, actually one of the first ones with Connor from Sons of the Dragon. And uh, in that Isle of Ra, it was he, one of his books that was Daredevil and how he travels throughout the night and what he sees. This is very much the same thing. It, it's pretty much we're just taken through uh, from the likes of muggers to, um, to druggies to, you know, all sorts of colourful people uh, around New York City as Moonlight just basically waits for the results of Marlene's injuries. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting one, that's for sure. It definitely wasn't what I was expecting after last issue. Mm. Um, I'm a bit torn on this one, I'll admit. Mm. I think, yeah, I'm not sure. I think I think it's a great idea. I think, you know, not, not to make a, a Batman comment this early. <laughs> we're but, allowed one batman comic <laughs> comment per episode <laughs> i think yeah. I, I i think why batman works is gotham city as much as batman and i mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. moon knight really being able to reflect on the city parts of his own city is what i love about the early um Monch stuff in um, moon knight volume one so i think um a lot of this issue works for me in that regard i just do not think it's that well written in regard to the dialogue in this issue it's just no. a bit melodramatic <laughs> yeah yeah um similar to yourself connor yeah I, I mean this didn't totally win me over as well but uh for me i felt it more like um doug munch was trying to i don't know stretch out a story basically to kind of cap off and um give some sort of closure to marlene like it couldn't be obviously an issue of just moon knight staring at Marlene, waiting for the results to get. So something had to happen. And I don't know, maybe almost filler. Uh, I, I uh, very much a, felt like a filler episode. Uh, sorry, issue. Uh, yeah. But it was an interesting idea. Like We're seeing like, mm. stuff like a, the drunk doorman. And it, it, it adds to that mythos of the seediness where Moon Knight is, like of his environment. Um, and yeah, if anything, but the way it was written, I think, as you say, Connor, I, I'd agree. Um, it didn't, didn't read easy as, as some of other, uh, of Munch's other stuff. Which I find interesting because we just said the issue between this one and the last one was Marvel previews 21, mm-hmm. Marvel spotlight. Yeah. And I just felt that was so much better written an issue. It's very, I mean, it's very tacky mm. and it's very pulpy, but yeah. I feel like Moon Knight, like, Moon Knight is written better here, is written better there, but the yep. world is written better here, and yeah. I guess it was two sides of the coin that would only work together when we hit Moon Knight Volume 1, Issue 1, really. Yeah, true. I mean, this might be, I mean, who knows, other than if we had talked to Doug Munch as well, like, he's he might be feeling his way, he might be setting up stuff, he's trying to set a... Um, set a i don't know a style for moon knight here um rightly so as you say it's um there's really not much of moon knight here to really write about he's a very passive you could argue is a very passive role i mean like he is it's through his eyes that we see the main characters here and they're basically these different incidents throughout the city um uh but yeah even i think i don't know bill sinkovich's art uh, to me looks a little I've seen, let's just say, I've seen a lot better. Like, 
in the Hulk magazine, like the backup stories by, by Sienkiewicz. Um, would you agree? I mean, the art looks a little, I don't know, not as Yeah, deep. definitely. I mean, I guess, um, I guess going back to the Marvel previews, that might also have been him. So it's possible he rushed this one as well. Mm, yep. Yeah, there's there's quite a bit of background and character work that's really missing in a lot of these panels. Yeah. There's still there's some great lighting going on by which uh did this have the colors or did Sinkevich do the colors? No, oh, colors by Steve Olive. Steve and I Olive, feel like Olive yeah. probably saves this issue. Yeah. But even Olive's work is a lot better in some instances as well. Yeah. So I do feel like I I think so. I mean, maybe this whole thing about it being a backup story, you're right, and them doing Marvel preview you know, the timing is, is very similar. Maybe this was, like, more um, expendable than the other one. And and so we get we get kind of... You kind of get that with the writing and the art and the colours. I mean, that's just, just being kind of brutally honest here. I thought that was... Yeah. I thought that was the case. Yeah. Um, um, oh, I was just actually looking up if I'll go into our little moon drive. Mm-hmm. We've, we actually probably don't have that many issues left till moon night. No, we don't. One. No, no. We've got we've got some interesting ones coming up. Like we have, um, there's Amazing Spider-Man's to come up. There's there's a ROM, and there's a, the event. But this is all actually. It's interesting to note um, these other chronological orders. You're right. Are post Moon Knight Volume One. So yeah, you're right. I think this is probably the last one I've got here. Uh, this is at nineteen nineteen eighty Hulk number twenty. The next one I have is Marvel Team Up Annual uh, Number Four, and that was in 1981. So, so oh, wow. yeah. So Moon Knight Volume One is already on the stands. Um, so in our classic run, we'll be hitting basically Moon Knight Volume One next, I'd imagine. So you're right. You're you're, yeah. you're spot on, Connor. That's um, absolutely crazy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, so this is a this is a strange one. Um, let's try and pick. Um, some good points here, Connor. <laughs> so, without sounding that this is totally terrible. Look, it's not totally terrible. Um, I think, as we mentioned before, and I'd say, I think as you mentioned, Connor, the way you say it, um, you wouldn't you wouldn't recommend this to people, right? And, and this, there's nothing no. there's nothing bringing you back to this. Like after reading, you're not going to go months down the track. Oh, I might pick up Hulk twenty again and give that a read. <laughs> it's a little bit of a throwaway, isn't it? So. Um, yeah, but anyway, sorry, the good the good stuff. Um Yeah, here we go. Um <laughs> <laughs> The good stuff, Marlene she makes it. <laughs> she um <laughs> she she survives. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um well done, Marlene. It was really contentious reading it this time. I wasn't sure whether she was going to, you know, <laughs> scared. Yeah, yeah. Um Oh god, even then, look, I've even picked up a like a little nerdy um, picked up a, a continuity error here. Like, see, in the previous um, Hulk nineteen, I'd imagine, when Moon Knight is looking at Marlene, he's only got the cape and hood on. He's actually bare chested. I'm pretty sure. It, um, I'm working off my memory here. I'm pretty sure he's only got the the hoodie on. And now here in issue twenty, you see him with his Moon Knight his Moon Knight gear on, and what looks oh, like right. yeah, what looks like Kevlar underneath as well. So. I mean, and these are the same artists, these are the same writer and artists who did the issue before. So, again, attention to detail. Is it rushed? I don't know. Uh, it's, um, you know, those, those little errors. You would imagine Bill and Doug would have noticed, oh, hang on, he had no shirt on. Or maybe it was an editorial thing. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, Connor, Connor any uh, any good, good points from this one for you? Like I said, the ideas are solid. So basically, he stops a doorman from drinking, tells mm-hmm. him to get his act together. Yeah. Um, you know, a cabbie's being a bit of a dick, so he yeah. teaches him a lesson. Stops a druggie, gets him to the doctor. Kind of gets shown up when he tries to help a woman, and he cries about it for a bit. Yeah, he so actually he throws money him. at a guy as well. In that, there's a one. Oh in yeah, the, yeah. He, so he's pretty, um, pretty generous Moon Knight. It's not he's all a about the guy. Piss. Sorry. I guess. I, He's a helpful guy, but I don't know yeah. anyone else who keeps money on them as a superhero. <laughs> I know that's a very weird thing. Uh, and then what happened? Yeah, he said the hobo, the drinking, the um, the druggy. Um, there seems to be oh yeah, was it the pimp? Uh, it's all it's all happening. Uh, there's a lot happening in the wee hours of the morning. Um, yeah, 
Yeah. There's a weird panel on page 63, um, the last panel, where his cape is in oh, a yeah. shape. <laughs> How yeah. is that possible? That's awesome. He looks very happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all turned up, yeah. Uh, actually, as I flick through, uh, sorry, so 64, the next one, there is a bit of an interesting thing here, actually, this stood out to me, was he's talking to, um, she's obviously... Um, a little unstable, the homeless lady, which is yeah. a little little sad. Um, but you see in her speech, it's very um, rhymy and and uh, almost cryptic. Uh, so I think that was a good touch from Munch, you know, giving giving her a really distinct voice. And we see Moon Knight actually, you know, cyclical. At the end, he actually does kind of do the same thing in the last panel. Um, you know, he says, "Yeah, right. I knew it. The sun's bright." A bright, right fight. Yeah, he, he kind of mimics what she had said. Um, yeah. Mm, so that's pretty good. Yeah, that's good, good on him, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. That was a very odd one, isn't it? Because he, he basically, in that last page or so, he just talks to her. Like, um, so we yeah. don't see any action. It's all very subdued. Just... Yeah. I'm not even sure quite what he, he learns from her. Yeah, I don't know so, either. Rather than other than just um, I guess rhyming. Tomorrow will be a bit better, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, basically, it all leads up to that second last panel where the nurse says Marlene stabilised and she'll pull through, and and there you have it. Um, so it was literally Moon Knight just killing a bit of time, um, but yeah, he, he does help out the city of New York. So uh, you know, we we've got that. Good job. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Good job. So, uh, <laughs> for, for this issue, then I guess Connor. Uh, sorry, any um, any other thoughts here? Or I'll make a good case for yep. the idea of this issue. Still, I feel like I'd love to see this in the uh, the future of Moon Knight. Actually, like being Mrs. Run, I actually like the past few and. Anthological issues, anthology issues, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, where it just like taking him through streets in New York, you see it and ha- have him watching this movie in the cinema. I love that sort of stuff where you just see almost a day in the life of, and you see the yeah. real city life. And I feel yeah, like that's good. We haven't seen that in a bit. Obviously, probably. Oh, that's not true. I feel like the Ellis Wood Bun Run did it really well, and then mm-hmm. Lemire did something incredibly interesting and took away and the. Bemis has done some other interesting things. I'd love to, hmm. you know, if we're going to keep mixing it up, take it back to this sort of style. Yeah. This pulpiness that I feel like could st- work today. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Munch really does, he does a lot better job in, in Volume 1 of Moon Knight with this, but he's got a bigger canvas. He's got a whole series that he can stretch out mm. and, and show the, the city. In this, obviously, he's just got a backup story with a few pages, and he's got to try and, I guess, cram it in. It's a good idea. So I guess he's had this idea, and, and he does flesh it out in the later volume. But over here, it, it does feel a little um, uh, shoehorned in. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, full full credit. It's good that it does it does give a sense of the type of hero that Moon Knight is, like very, aka very street level. So, mm. yeah. So um, yeah, review, review time. <laughs> yeah. Um. So for this, I would give it a look. I would give it a, a quarter moon. <laughs> um. Yeah, is that yeah? Is that, is that being definitely. too harsh? Yeah. Uh, uh, I I was considering actually, I was surprisingly more positive before I sat down to talk about it. I was definitely considering <laughs> giving it a half moon. Oh, okay. Nothing about it. I just didn't gain anything from it. You know, yeah. Good idea. Written not that well. Not the best in Kevich. Still some good panels. Still mm. some good colors. You know. Yeah. Still when a master sits down, can't expect the worst. No, exactly. But as you say. I think the best thing, the strongest point of this is the idea, you know, and yeah, as opposed to the execution. Yeah, so I think purely on that, a one, a quarter moon, just uh, just wait for it to simmer down, move on with your life, read Moon Knight Volume 1, Issue 1. Yeah, well, and this is the last one before we hit the full on series, and the series coming up, we know that Munch fleshes out the Egypt uh, mytho- uh, Egyptian mythology. So that's really cool. 
he gets that, but he has a great balance of that and the street level and the, the dark seedy side of it. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, but quarter moon, I think that gives us a quarter moon average there, Connor. Congratulations, <laughs> issue. Was Did you end up reading the Hulk story in this? Was it oh, good? No, no. I should throw it occasionally just because it... It, it looks like the actor who was in the movies. Oh, yeah. I actually saw her as a kid because they yeah. used to play on a weird channel on free-to-air TV. Yeah. It's it's good good art. I haven't read it, admittedly. No, because it's a little... Like, they're big issues. I mean, and I love the Hulk, right? I don't, I don't mind. But they're, it's not double-sized. They're like 42 pages long. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe one day I'll venture back. Did, did, you, yeah. like, did you like what you saw of this, Connor? The, 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 what you flicked through? Um, not really. I mean, <laughs> I didn't read it, so that doesn't really. But there's a scene that just looks straight out, ripped out of "If This Be My Destiny," the um, great Spider-Man arc. Oh, like is that to thirty-three? Um, I think I've yeah. stumbled on it right now. Is that the um, the lifting stuff? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hulk just kind of screams, throws some stuff. I guess it's okay, but uh, I always yeah. meant to read the Hulk. I I don't know why I never did. Mm. I feel like I always looked at him too service level. Now the Immortal Hulk is so good. And I know there's yeah. no other Hulk run like that, but there's got to be some appeal I was missing. Maybe the oh, Peter David run. Peter David run. Absolutely. Stuff. Do yourself a favor, Connor. I loved the Hulk when I was little because of the TV show and because of the cartoon. I loved the Hulk. Um, uh, but obviously I drifted away. I've, I've always wanted to still like the Hulk as well, but I, I never really got into the whole Red Hulks and... And all that. I love the Planet Hulk stuff, but um, Dale McKeon and Peter David, Hulk in the 90s, oh, Connor, superb. You'll love it. Okay, interesting. Is that on MU or will I have to track down those essential collections? Uh, it might be on it. I, th- I think there's a strong chance it'll be on MU, so so give that a check. Uh, otherwise, it's it's in one of, yeah, the Epic Collections, uh, and as oh, well, cool. yeah, as well as previous um, uh, Visionaries, uh, which I think they're out of print, like Peter Peter David Visionaries. Yeah. So yeah, you can find them all there, but um, yeah, yeah, definitely worth checking out. Um, yeah, sorry, Loonies, just a little sidetrack there on the Hulk, uh, but you know, um, <laughs> we are in the Hulk magazine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, some anyway, credit where it's due. Yeah, exactly. We, we've got it. We're, we're fishing here. We're fishing. Um, yeah. So anyway, I guess that covers this classic <laughs> run. Um, and if we are to look at uh, the next phase of the moon, so next week it looks like the moon is going to turn into a waxing crescent, uh, and so that means it is again another lunar pick, but it is a modern review. And so we're going to continue with the awesome Warren Ellis run. Uh, We've done issue one, um, and we can't wait to to look at issue two for it. We may have a, touch wood, we may have a special loony guest on as well. Uh, Again, there's been interest, and we totally encourage it. I mean, as we say... In, you know the ITK group. It's it's all about sharing and and um, <laughs> being communal. So yeah, we we may have it. I don't want to reveal it yet, but we may have it. Um, like to also just like give a, a shout out. Hopefully his sons won his soccer game. So a shout out to Looney Luis. Uh, yeah, I hope you're listening in the car. If you are, uh, a little hello to you and to your son, <laughs> and thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, waxing present next week, which will be uh, episode sixty one. Uh, any other any other bits of uh, housekeeping, Connor, that we need to to talk about? No, I think no? Um, I'm pretty excited for... Uh, we've already got ourselves a nice little intro coming up, which I'm very excited for. I feel uh, yeah. Ray got that one together with a fantastic bunch of people, and it's going to be great when you guys finally hear it. Yes. And yeah, just keep an eye on this. I better, I better get it all together, get it out there. But Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I've actually forgotten, Connor, and I'm going to mention it on air now as well. Ages ago, we um, we started putting the the framework to uh, an ITK ad ourselves. Remember that? <laughs> um, oh yes. I've, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna put that together as well. So hopefully, for any loonies out there listening to any other of our affiliated collective podcasts, um, great bunch of podcasters, so many to name. Um, just keep your ear out as well. Hopefully, we can. Um, how we just spread the word uh, with a, you know, there'll be a, an odd little audio ad from Connor and myself just uh, <laughs> promoting Moon Knight. So we got that happening as well. Uh, yeah, but other than that, it's um, it's going to be exciting. I'm excited to 
to see what we get from the loonies for uh, the writing, uh, Connor. I think that'd be really yeah. good. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. an exciting future. <laughs> uh, Connor, may I ask, where can loonies find us? Loonies can find us uh, all over the internet. Actually, surprisingly, we are there. <laughs> Um, so our website is uh, into the night podcast.wordpress.com. That is where everything is hosted. Uh, our links to our episodes, newsletters, um, every other member of the collective. Um, check that out if you haven't. Great bunch of podcasts. It would be definitely something everyone's taste. Uh, we got friends there covering uh, Iron Fist mm-hmm. as well. So relevant. Get on that if you're a fan of season two. Yes. Um, plus that'll be where our writing gets up as well. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want emails, any feedback, that's itkmoonnight at gmail.com. Our Facebook page, similarly, facebook.com slash itkmoonnight. If you add a groups in there, facebook.com slash groups slash itkmoonnight. That is our fantastic, very active group. Join in. Mm-hmm. Great stuff happening there all the time. Twitter us at, at itkmoonnight. Uh, same, uh, just search for Into the Night and Moonlight Podcast on Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, and Podcast Catchers. Um, we're on stuff like the, um, I know we're on the Apple podcast catcher and the yeah. new Google one for all Android devices and yeah, getting yep. ourselves around there. So we, uh, yeah, please just, uh, spread the word. And of course, finally, uh, every now and again, if you would be so kind as well, uh, an iTunes review would be really good. Uh, if you can rate us a five star review, uh, that would be great. It just helps us get our name out there and uh, hopefully fall into the laps of other would-be loonies. Uh, we just reached, we surpassed in our ITK group the 400 mark, so really happy with that. Uh, so thank you so much. We're getting requests almost every day, which is which is really encouraging, uh, and it just, um, just, you know, makes us love what we're doing even more. I mean, we just <laughs> love it as it is, uh, but uh, thank you so much, loonies out there. Um, thanks for listening to your Really, it is really a lot of fun interacting with you guys. So, uh, yeah, let's let's keep it all going. Um, also, I think Connor, I think that's probably it. Um, one other little shameless plug I want to do is um, I uh, myself and another Connor, um, the host of the Iron Fist podcast, we are shortly trying to get our um, collective head together and. And bring out a Superman podcast. Now, fear not, um, Moon Knight's, the ITK podcast is not going anywhere. I, I absolutely love it here and, and <laughs> love doing it. Um, I'm going to be the the newbie, the uh, uh, yeah, the newbie of the, the Superman podcast. So Iron Fist pod, uh, Connor is a very big Superman fan. I know nothing apart from the mainstream stuff. And uh, yeah, we're just going to discuss Superman in all forms of media, uh, and that's coming up soon. Uh, I might chuck in a little ad at the end of this episode as well, but check it out. Keep your eyes out. It's called Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast, Um, but it's coming very shortly. We've just finished our first episode and just got to put it through the ringer and make it all nice and shiny for you. But yeah, that's about it. Uh, Connor as well, still reviewing stuff on Big Comic Book Page. Yeah, bigcomicpage.com. You can find myself and plenty of other great writers there writing reviews for literally every comic, every comic publisher under the sun. Yeah. Uh, it's a great bunch of people there, all volunteer. We're and, all just doing yeah. our best, having a great time. Yeah, I mean, and urge you to, to, to hunt down Connor's articles as well. This young man is a, a fantastic writer. Uh, he knows his stuff. Uh, and if you like what he's saying on this show, you're going to love what he's been writing about. So, yeah, great stuff as well. Big comic page. Uh, that's it, I think, Connor, for this episode. Um, again, always a pleasure. It's uh, We finally got there. Sorry about that. There were a few little hiccups there. Um, uh, little little Finn uh, really dictates uh, time <laughs> uh, for us. So, uh, But, yeah, uh, really, really glad to... To um yeah to review this episode of uh, this issue of Moon Knight. Yeah, and uh, it was certainly an episode. I hope you guys all enjoyed. Um... <laughs> oh, actually, finally as well. Sorry, Connor. Again, oh god, the profession- oh. professionalism. Um, if they were to track down Hulk twenty, um, how can they do so? I believe it is only available potentially on the, in the. In the epic collection, 
Yeah, I am checking that now. And but I know if so, then it'll be in the essential collection as well, which is the black and whites. It's very hard to find digitally, uh, but uh, hopefully you can come across it if you really want it, loonies. Seriously, just hit me up, and I might be able to do something for you. <laughs> but um, it wasn't that exciting an issue, guys. Yeah, um, yeah. It is definitely in the Moon Knight Epic Collection, Bad Moon Rising, which oh, is the first volume. Oh. Uh, which is available uh, paperback and on Kindle and Comixology. Oh, excellent. So it is yep. definitely around. And that, that collection is definitely worth getting, so be sure to pick it up uh, if you haven't already. Mm. Okay. Especially now we're starting to go into the first volume as well. That's where you can find all of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very exciting stuff. Yeah, easy, a lot more easier to access. Mm. Anyway, loonies, I think that about wraps it. Um... As we always say on this show, may Conchu watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Goodbye. <laughs> Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners. Alright, well, let me ask you this then. If there was one comic character you'd want to spread the good word on, who would it be? Hmm. Look, that would have to be Superman. He is your bastion of good behaviour. Yeah, I reckon Superman. I mean, I was going to say Moon Knight. Moon Knight, he's alright. Moon Knight, he wants to fight. A Moon Knight. Uh, I thought, I mean, I think he's a really good role model, but whatever. Superman, Superman makes sense, I guess. Yeah, probably Superman then. Fine, I'll agree. Hi, I'm Connor, a fan of truth, justice, and the Australian way. And I'm Ray, Lex Luthor sympathizer and brainiac groupie. And we're your hosts for Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast where two Australians, one super fan and one newbie to Superman, cover everything, anything Superman. And it's gonna be awesome. We're even gonna dress up as Superman. Um, I'll probably be more like Bizarro, but sure. So coming soon, make sure you guys keep an ear out. Look forward to catching you then. Whee!